podcast you're about to listen to may contain some bad language. <laughs> Spoilers to TV shows and films, and some other content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Be discreet when you listen, motherfuckers. Wow. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. This is episode 231. Um, we're going to talk about loads of mad shit. Going to talk about NFL. It's going to be a bit more music in this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about the loads of cool stuff. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Don't really know how long we have, but yeah, here we go. Pa. A minute's not long enough. Like a minute's not long enough to to do, talk? to do the the warning and the whole lot, yeah. Warning, blah 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 blah. And I can't now say the word warning without it sounding fucking mad. Warning. Like, do you know the way when you say something like changes in like ten times in a row, you then hear changes just really weird, and it's only weird for a couple of minutes. I can't hear the word warning without it just sounding mad to me all the time now. Ch 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 changes. Hello everybody, welcome to the podcast So, um, welcome to the podcast The type of podcast where we drink cans of Beamish out of Smittix and Guinness glasses But nobody can never know that Well, it's now confined to the annals of time It's now confined to history Um, On this episode we're going to talk about whatever the fuck we want we're going to talk about a film called Enola Holmes. Uh, we're going to talk about a Disney Pixar film called Coco. Coco. Uh, we're going to talk about the NFL, which we usually do quite a lot of. Every Weird day. Looking in over here now. Muscle memory lo- has me looking here for the thing. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about NFL. We're going to talk a little bit about soccer ball. We're going to talk about the NBA, which Niles watched quite a lot of recently. Nope. I haven't watched even a single game. But you've kept up. I've with kept it. up today. Okay, well, that's <laughs> enough. Um, we're going to talk about music. And by way of music, musica. I've uh, been listening to a bit of Public Enemy this week. Been listening to a, a group called Sarface. You may have heard of them. Nope. Um, and I've also listened to a album called. You may have heard of it. Battle for Los Angeles by Rage Against the Machine. Oh yeah, brilliant. That's the one. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? That's all we're going to talk about and nothing else. That's all we have written down by way of topics. And if you go off script even once, I'm going to fight you. You're going to fight me if I go off script? Yeah. Just because I want to fight Jesus. Nah, don't. You're like, uh, you're like that wrestler, Finley. I'm like, Finley? I'm Finley, and I love to fight. Oh, that's the... Is he He's Irish? A, he was just supposed to be. He was just an American man. Ah. Before they had Seamus or Becky Lynch or any of those cunts, yeah, yeah, they yeah. had an American play and an Irish fella. Yeah. Like. Maybe that, he was Was Irish. that the fella who... Who was it? No, I'm thinking of someone else. I'm thinking of... Um, I'm thinking of the other lad. The Wee... What's his name? The Weasel or something. What was his name? The Weasel? The, the something. Uh, oh, what was his name? The Wheelow. No, no. <laughs> the, the Wee or something. What was his name? The Wee. Oh, no. Are you thinking of the Wee, man? No, he was a wrestler. Ray, Ray Mysterio? No. He was called the something. The, the Wig or the Fig or something. The Wig or the, the uh, Wig? What was his name? I'm uh, sure. 
Ah, shall I move on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you sounded like him. Did I? I? I'm Finley and I love Feish. <laughs> I Feish. Feish. I Feish anyone. I Feish you. I Feish and I Shaish. Jesus. Um, See, uh, they're bringing a lockdown into Donegal. Yeah. And people aren't allowed to cross the border. No. Mad, isn't it? Into the, into the north. Hmm. Yeah. Which is not allowed to live. Yeah, makes sense, I suppose. Well, you weren't anyway. Yeah. What do you think of the new framing? The, the new the new setup? Uh, the new it's vi- different. Mm. Very different. I'm further away from the camera, so I can't see what I'm doing with my face as much, so that mm. makes me a bit anxious. Makes you anxious? Well, I like to be able to see what I'm doing with my face, or what mm. my hat looks like on my head, or if I take my hat off, how my hair looks, because I can't see that. Yeah, fair enough. So but look, you don't need to worry about the vanity of it. Like, don't ah, don't well be worried worry about, about what you look like and Why? what you smell like and how you well, sound. Well, I smell fucking great, but the, you do smell li- great in front the of listeners like and the watchers can't smell me. No, unless they can hear you. Unless you just want to meet up and give me a sniff. We'll, we'll, nah. You can pay Noel for him to fight you. Yeah, and sniff me. Don't do it. It's a bad idea. Nah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Why did you... Just while it's on my mind, because I, I looked at your jersey, and I only realised it again when I looked at it from here. Why are you wearing a Jamie Collins jersey? I don't know what you're talking about. You're wearing the Pats Jamie Collins jersey, scutter in the pants. No, no. That's number 19. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, it's actually the word egg. Yeah, it's the word egg. <laughs> it's the word egg. Because I like eggs. Um, Scrambled. Fried. Impression poached, that was terrible. Are anyway. you sure you don't want the pop of them because I'm gonna feel bad eating them right in your face? No, right? I won't have a pop of them, right? Because okay. I had some pop of them. You got this black olive pesto as well. Oh, let me smell that. Then. Oh, it's fucking lovely. Look, I have that to say. So I can keep shy talking. Go on, great. Oh, it smells nice. Yeah, it smells like tr- regular pesto. Do you want to try a bit on a pop of them? I'll no, give you a bit of poppadom specifically for the purpose of trying the pesto. But it just smells like regular pesto. Here, look, have a little bit of pesto on the poppadom. No, it's fucking lovely. Don't give me loads. Just, can I do it? Are you fucking joking? <laughs> Are you fucking joking me? No, just give me... And a bit of crunchy poppadom for you. And you've, look, you've even got a bit in your pants now. Yeah, well, well, give me another big bit of poppadom. That's lovely pesto. Lovely pesto. Oh, you want bigger bit than Bigger bit than that. Well, 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 mister. I don't want any pop I don't like a tiny bit of pesto or a tiny bit of pop with a huge bit of pesto. That's mad moves. No, it's not. Oi. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Looks like rabbit shy. <laughs> um, yeah. Very it's, nice. It's lovely, isn't it? Mm, they're very crunchy pop Yeah. Did you order them pop extra crunchy? No. No. We didn't even order them. We just bought them from the local supermarket shop. Did you, did you give them a shake and say they sound extra crunchy? Yeah, possibly. possibly. I didn't buy them. Kelly. Mm. Mm. Kelly got them. Kelly um, got them. I should have got a spoon. Because I'm going to have to bite the papadons down to be narrow enough to fit them at the top of the jar. Yeah, he didn't think that one true. Not at all, at all. Although I do have a tub of hummus there as well, and which is also going to get milled over the space. I'll tell you what I have done. Go on. Since um, we last talked. What? We last did a talk. What? Is that... What? I had... On the night of, which we will, something we'll talk about a little bit later, on the night of the AC Milan Shamrock Rovers game. Oh, yeah. I had a fucking heap of cans. You had a heap of cans? I had eight cans of Guinness. Eight cans of Guinness? And. Did Maureen stick the fry on the day after? Got up the following morning, Maureen stick the fry on. And then Grace is again. And Guinness, I take back all the discussion about, oh, that might be nice Guinness, because it's not. Guinness is fucking just nicer. What? You think what something's like? You think Guinness is nicer than something? Beamish. Incorrect. And Morphe's. You're wrong. I'm not wrong. I'm yeah. telling you. 
I'm telling you, I had a fucking hate of them. You had a rake of them and you had eight of them. And you got to a point where you were just like, Guinness is fucking nulli. No, and the first one. steaming, the oil is like fucking... The first can, right, say this to me, this, just assume, just for role play purposes, I'm me and this can of Beamish is a can of Guinness. Mm-hmm. And this is me drinking the can of Guinness. And I go... Ah, that's much nicer than Beamish. Mm-mm. And it is. It's nicer. I won't ha- I won't hear otherwise, and that's the end of the discussion. This is the noise I make when I drink a can of Beamish. I go... <laughs> that's that crunchy Beamish. Mm-mm-mm. What a lovely papadom I'm just after eating. That's when, you order, <laughs> that's when the hops are too roasted. That's when they roast the hops mm. for too long. I don't think I can go back to drinking Guinness. I don't think I can go back to being your friend. Why? Because I don't like the Guinness. Yeah. That's terrible news. Yeah. I'll no, I think you're shy talking. I'm not. I think you're shy talking. I'm not. And i tell you why. I'm, I'm really i tell you why I think you're shy talking. Why? Because I know you're shy talking. I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> Morphe's is nicer than Beamish. Uh, I just can't get Morphe's so as are you, readily. Are you saying Morphe's, Beamish, Guinness in that order? Um. I think Morphe's is the nicest. Then I think Guinness. Sorry, sorry. Morphe's, Beamish, Guinness. Sorry, so what you said, yeah? yeah. But at the same time, I might be also a bit biased because Morphe's and Beamish are new to me. I've never really drank Morphe's and Beamish before. I mean... So there could be like a honeymoon factor where I'm like, wow, this is really nice. And then you'll, and then you'll go running back to the wife, to the wife that you had an affair with I'll Beamish and Guinness on or Beamish and Morphe's. And Guinness, your wife Guinness sitting at home. My wife Guinness. And she'll wait for you. And she'll wait for you. Because she she's loyal. She's a loyal, loyal woman. Jeez. She's a loyal lady. And you'll go running back to her and you'll be groveling. You'll say, take me back Guinness, please. I don't think I will. You will. Oh. And I tell you what, and when you do, you know what I'll say? I'll say, I won't even slag it. I'll just say, sure look. Sure look. I don't blame you for coming back. Coming back to the good side. Coming back to the... You're like... You're like Darth Vader, but if Darth Vader came back to the good side, then... Did he not? No. He Did he not write at the end? Nah, I don't think so. Just died, didn't he? Dark Vader. There's only there's only four good Star Wars films. Uh, I know I'm, ups- I'm going to upset a lot of dorks out there, but... <laughs> like, but I've seen grand. all of them. I've seen all the Star Wars now at this point. And genuinely, there's only four good ones. The original... Tr- Sorry, sorry. Out of the 11, we I think we said this recently on one of the podcasts. Of the 11 that currently exist... Is there fucking 11? Five of them are good. I've only seen... I think Star Wars Episode 1 is good. Jar Jar Binks... No, yeah, like Jar Jar Binks and Neil McGregor. Dark Maul is fucking deadly. Yeah, Neil McGregor is in it. Liam O'Neill is in it. Yeah. Do you know what? Cheesy but a good film. Do you know what? Go on. Uh, <laughs> Dark Maul didn't get enough. No. He should have been time. in all of them. Yeah, he should have just been... The, he should have been the main buddy. Yeah. Um... But you know what? Is there fucking 11 films? Yeah. I've seen seven, I think. Including... Including... Are you including Attack of the Clowns and the Cartoons now? No, no, no. Including uh, Rogue One and Ham Solo. Ah, uh, Ham Solo. Ham Solo, Solo. So I've only seen the, the the prequels, the sequels, and then I saw one of the Ray... Uh, the new, new ones. What's, yeah, and fucking Big Nose. What's his name? Adam Driver. I've only seen one of those ones. <laughs> Fat nose, cock nose. What's his name? What's it? Yeah, yeah, but in it, Ham Solo. No, Coil or something. What's his name? Coil Oren. Coil Oren. Mm. Coil. Um, Coil the douche. Coil the douche. Yeah, I've only seen the first one that with them in it. Right. Yeah. 
Okay, fair enough. So I've seen seven. Well, I've seen all of them, and I think there's only five good ones. Do you know what one I like? What? The one with the fellow with the, his uh, loads of arms. Episode two. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Insidious Man. Ren. No, no, his name is Ham Solo, I think. Ham <laughs> Solo. No, <laughs> his name is, no, you're right, his name is like Captain Insidious or something. Or Captain or Mr. something. It's General yeah, Grievous. That's the one. Him. Good show. Yeah, yeah loads of point. arms. He's mm. loads of arms, but do you know what? There's a the right amount of arms for the character, I think. Mm. Yeah. Any, Any more, more arms, it'd be too much arms. Any less arms, and it'd be just be normal. Here, do you want to hear? Here's it now. Here, transition to some other show I talk. Do mm. you want to hear a mad fact? Mm-hmm. If Before, you. Come on. Come on. No, you, no go on. you go on. I was going to ask you, is this a Star Wars fact? No. Because if you're about to tell me Samuel L. Jackson's the only one in the world with a purple lightsaber, I'd laugh. A li- no, a lightsaber? No. <laughs> i tell you what, this is a fact about arms. All right. First of all, <laughs> I've got the biggest ones in the world, yeah? Like Harmon. a lady's legs. Like I. a lady's leg, a lady's leg. And no, if you, have, if you have two arms, right, mm-hmm. you have a, an above average amount of arms. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because of all the people in the world that have zero or one arm, if you have two arms, you have an above average. I don't believe that. Well, I don't. How can you not? Because there's nobody in the world that has three arms. But I don't believe that enough people in the world have zero or one arms. Well, hang on. To balance the scales towards if n- less than two arms. No, like. but if nobody has three arms, all you need is one person to have zero or one arms. No. And it brings the average down. No, because the average would still be ninety nine point nine 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 percent of yeah, all the people. Yeah, but about world. all the people who have less than two arms. No, that's not a real fact. It that's is not a real all fact. The, anyone who was born with like one arm or no. like with disability, war veterans, For people that were in war. Yeah, but no, I'm the, telling you, it's a fact. It's not just a thing I made up. That is not a fact. It you is. You cannot say that that's a fact. It is impossible to say that that is a fact. You can't. No, it's not. Here's why. You would need more than fifty percent of people in the world to have less than two arms. No, you wouldn't. You would. You wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You would to make it the average. No. Yes, to no. make it the majority you where you have above average. Yeah, because. No, you've made. No, you've no, you've no. Hold that one wrong now. I'm, no, I'm calling bullshit T- on that. Two is the maximum amount of arms you can have. No. Well, I've seen is. people with little weird arms that don't have bones in them and stuff. Little fruby nah. arms, like. I'm telling you, it's a fact. <laughs> it's a fact. If you have, fact. if you have two arms, you barely took two swigs out of your point you and you're already above, spent. You have an above average amount of arms. <laughs> you do. I'm telling you because the amount of people in the world that have zero or one arm. I don't know enough about statistics to <laughs> prove you wrong. Well, then you can't. But I can't honestly accept that as fact. Right. Well, I'm telling you that between the two of us here, we both have an above average amount of arms. I can't believe that. I can't get behind that. Look. I can't, as as the podcast, I can't vouch for that. Like, even if the average is 1.9999999999999 infinity arms, if you have two, you still have above that. No. Yes. You don't. Yes, you do. You just have the normal amount of arms in the world. An above average amount of arms, I'm telling you. I don't, like, I can't believe you just said that to me. Well, um, look. Come here. Take it. I want to ask you a question. Is the camera on the front of your phone above where the end is? The camera on my phone is in the very top corner, top right-hand corner. Yeah, just above where end is on the, insti- on the yeah, Instagram Yeah, it's, it's part of the screen. Wow. Yeah. What a mad thing. It's cool, isn't it? What a mad place to put a camera on it's the front. Because they didn't put a little... You know the way most phones have like a little screen ends and then there's like a little black yeah. part and then the camera's on that. Oh, my phone doesn't have that. It's just on the screen. That's fucking mental. I'm going to call you Anto Loads of Arms. Just call me 
Just call me Borky Two Balls. Well, <laughs> I wonder if that's probably an above average amount of balls. I don't know. I'd say it's I'd say it's right in the, the what's acceptable to have amount of balls like. But I know a few people with one ball. So do they I? always get slagged in school for being. They get called one ball. They get nickname <laughs> one ball. <laughs> nickname one ball. Yeah, yeah. Nickname one ball. <laughs> Name one ball. Surname. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So if I know a few, then there's loads of them in the world. There's probably there's people out there with no balls. There's. Well, I'm sure there's people who don't have any balls. Yeah, I'm sure there's people that probably have four. I Kids don't think everywhere. They they have children without even banging women. Like nah, I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. Anyway. So there you go. Get on up over here with your above average amount of arms and talk about something there. Popping arms. Do you mm. know what? Indian food. Cracking. Mm. We had an Indian last night. Yeah. I had an Indian and what I had. Did you have? So myself and your one, mm-hmm. Wakinta. We order a chicken korma and a chicken tikka masala and we half half. Mm. Half half each. Mm-hmm. It's delish. And I get some I get some onion vajis. Onion mm. onion vajis. Mm. Uh, I shouldn't do an accent. I'm sorry. You can do an accent. If you want. <laughs> There's a warning at the start of this podcast <laughs> for a reason. Like. Um and um she gets some aloo chat mm-hmm. and some poppinoms and some naan bread and that's it. And off your pop, off your pop to the jacks. You started a while back pushing the boat out with spiciness. Yeah. Where are you currently on the whole spicy thing? I can. Where, what do you reckon your ceiling is now? I can handle spicy to an extent, but I don't like spicy. I don't like the taste of spicy, and I don't like that I should be getting hurt while I'm eating. But you just have to get used to that. But I don't want to. Like, I'd rather have lovely, creamy filled and be like, oh, yeah. Oh. Lovely. Lovely, creamy grub. Don't get me wrong. I do like a karma myself. What's going on there? Or a butter chicken. Oh, it's just a butter chicken. Mm. Um, I need to move my body. I knew. I need to keeping scoop. that keeping that cover on that the tablet was going to be a bad idea. I need to move this. That's what I need to do. Ah, there we go. Much better. Yeah, sure. Look, well, we can still talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, we're still we're still recording. We're still like. recording. Um, hello, everybody. <laughs> but I love spicy food. I love food so spicy that it makes me poo sore the next day. See, why do you want that? Because I just enjoy it. Do you not I, like I having enjoy. a nice calming poo? No. Read a few news articles, watch a few YouTube videos or something. If a pill doesn't have me like this. That's what you be like. You pill and you go. Crying. Tears rolling down your face. I did a pill. (laughs) And it was out before I even squeezed. I don't know how how it skipped the peristalsis of my colon, but it was gone before I even. I get there most days coming out and work. Mm. Back. Mm-hmm. I get them most days coming home work because they have coffee and work and have a little bit of work teas mm. and stuff. Do you know? <laughs> flies at me. Remember, I told you I collapsed yeah. a couple of nights back. Yeah. Um, Putting the afterburners on. Yeah. I've realised. So, I don't. I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast or not. But in March, I got a case of vertigo mm. where I couldn't move. <laughs> I couldn't move without feeling like. You know that feeling of your body when it's past its point of tip, like it, you've you've dislodged your center of gravity and you feel like you're falling. Yeah, I couldn't move without that happening in me inner ear. <laughs> and I have a feeling it might be coffee related because we've been back in the office in me job, me job that pays me money to do work, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking bullshit. Um, and I've started drinking coffees again. Yeah. But we've been having a similar kind of, a similar type of thing. Yeah. That, like, I'm just getting these weird kind of... Bono shows up. This might sound too extreme, but it feels like I could get another case of vertigo, where uh-huh. I feel like if I don't drink, I'm going to have more vertigo. And my <laughs> head feels like it's a little dry raisin in the inside. Like That's a bit mad. Mm. That feels like... That's like... And you know the uh, funny just, thing... I don't know if I'm what to say. I don't even have words. That just sounds like you have you, when you drink coffee, you just get immediate anxiety. You're just getting this irrational fear yeah. of <laughs> maybe oh, getting right. vertigo. Like, um, but I didn't drink any coffee today. Yeah, and I didn't have any of that. I drink a coffee probably every day. Do you? Mm. See, here's another thing. Fucking love it. Love it. I've. I love it. We've all been be double espressos. Jesus, you can't, can't be doing that. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Too much caffeine. I had a sleep when I got home from work today. Mm. Even my caffeine in my system, I went. I find that after the coffee, I do need to sleep. I need to sleep always just now. Nowadays, I just need to always sleep. And I had, <laughs> I went, I got home from work the other day and I had a mm-hmm. four hour nap. A four yeah, hour four nap. hour nap and it was delish. There's I woke up and I was like, who's Boyle? Who's Boyle Nork? I said to myself. <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. There's some Drill. nights. Some nights a four hour sleep would be a full sleep for me. Yeah, most that's the same for me, especially on my early shifts and work. Getting up in the middle of the night, four hours is. I got a four hour sleep last night. Had a nap though. Had an hour nap when I got home. So I'm ready to face the day. I'm gonna eat all of these poppadoms. I yes. hope you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. I hope you can stand behind the fact that you didn't want any poppadoms. Like, do you know what Bono says in that song? Vertigo. Give me some poppadoms. He says, cunts. one, two, three, fourteen. Hello, hello. Hola. I think that's symbolic of vertigo. Because you go yeah. to, from one to fourteen and you yeah. feel like you're gonna fall over. Yeah. Bono okay. did Bono mm. fall, but I'd say Bono falls over lots. Say he's always like falling over. Well, his shoes are practically fucking stilts. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Is like. he, he's only a tiny fella. Mm. He's always a prince. He's, yeah, he's probably small. I'd say Bono's smaller than Prince. Ah. And prince was at his tallest, like. <laughs> so, just, so just adulthood. Like. He had the motorbike, he looked quite tall. <laughs> when he had the Harley for Purple Rain, he looked very tall, didn't he? Like. Yeah. When the camera, when his camera shot was just from the floor up, he looked yeah. real tall. Mm. Yeah. So I'd say Bono's still shorter than Prince overall. Like, I'd say Bono has a tiny little willy. Mm. Nah. Well, yeah, maybe. You don't have to whisper a tiny little willy. You don't have to whisper a tiny little willy. Like. Below average amount of balls. Below average amount of balls. <laughs> I know. Fair play to Bono. Nah, so, fuck Bono. I don't know. A couple of years ago. Mixed feelings. 2008. Maybe to tell, yeah, I think I'm nearly sure it was 2009. Jay Z played Dublin. Yeah. And the first of all, I hadn't. Jay Z played Dublin, I think, in 2006 and 2008. Mm. And when I saw him in the RDS, mm. I have to say, very good gig. Jay Z puts on a good show. But he, halfway through his gig, just got up a joint screen of Bono. Uh-huh. Right? And it was just Bono going. Jay-Z is many things. <laughs> Jay-Z is this and Jay-Z is that. But most of all, Jay-Z is a dub. <laughs> right? This is God. this is all it was. 
And in the video, we just went, I want you to chant that with me. Say, Jay-Z is a dub. <laughs> <laughs> and he started chanting it. And everyone just went along chanting, including myself. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to I'm not gonna isolate myself. I was like, Jay-Z is a dub. Jay-Z is a dub. <laughs> Jay-Z is a dub. Giving it the whole thing. Yeah. And it was only after I started thinking, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like... First of all, right, at the time, I thought he said, Jay-Z is dope. Because yeah. of the way he said, dub. Jay-Z is a dub. Jay-Z is a dub. And then I'm I thought, Bono. Why, is he, why is he getting us all to chant, Jay-Z is a dub? Jay-Z's not from fucking Dublin. No, he's not, though. He's very much from Brooklyn. But, like, honorary dub, do you know? But, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, well, you can be. Why? Why not? Jay-Z, that's why. If there's a list of people... We're making honorary dubs. And don't get me wrong, I fucking love Jay-Z. I know loads of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to his gigs and all. Seen his wife on telly. I looked at the missus on telly dancing around. Yeah. I'm a big Jay-Z fan. But he's not on the top of the list to become an honorary dub, let me fucking tell you. No, but you don't know who else Bono said that about. Well, here's the thing, right? I know for a fact that when Jay-Z played Dublin in 2006... I want to say 2006. Again, I wasn't at that gig, so I don't remember if it was exactly 2006. Mm. Had the same video. <laughs> Jay-Z is a dub. <laughs> Bono so, with his big glasses. Jay-Z is a dub. So, what? Mm. So, the verdict is Jay-Z is a dub then? Maybe he wants to be. <laughs> and here's another thing I've always taught. There's a, there's a line in one of Jay-Z's songs. He says, Hey, Bono, I'm a dub. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, uh, Now, here's the thing. It's from the song Oh my God, from Kingdom Come. He says, bubbling in Dublin. Uh. But there's a lot of controversy around it. Because people allegedly believe that he's saying Durban. Because the rest of that verse is all references to Af- African cities. Uh. But he sounds like he says fucking Dublin. And why would he rhyme Durban? We're bubbling. <laughs> Drink, because if it, was bu- if it was Durban, he would have said, drinking bourbon and Durban. Uh, it's Joburg Dublin. Tanzania. So kind of Oh, I know that song. What's that song? Singer? Oh my god. No, the chorus is um I know that song. I've heard that song. It's not it's not really there, there's no real chorus to it. It's more like a bridge it's than what, a chorus. It's like you are tuned in to the greatest young ho V. Yeah, my now. Wow. How I love what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I think I know. Boom 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 kind of one I've of heard that line time. anyway. Um, I work with a lady from Durban. Do you? Mm-hmm. Durban is in South Africa, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure, but maybe maybe Jay Z is just always one. Yeah, bit. rough, yeah, rough, bit, yeah. rough place. Um, maybe Jay Z does secretly want to be from Dublin. I don't. Well, know. I tell you what, I'd have to ask him when I meet him. Go on. I don't blame him. Fucking right, yeah. Because you're the dub. City in the fucking world. I'd rather be a dub than a mead person. Well, I'd rather be from Ireland than England. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's not go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> I think we have to pull back on how anti-British we're being lately. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? Go on. I don't have a problem with British people. I have a problem with Britain as an ideology. Mm. You know, I like yeah. British people. I've had friends. From Britain. Mm. Scottish mm. people, Welsh people, Liverpool, English Liverpool people, fans. Liverpool fans. Mm. But just... Yeah. 
the English attitude of we own the world. Yeah, and and, and all those good few hundred years of oppression didn't help. Mm. So it's hard to get over that. Do you know what I mean? Don't forget, the people who founded the United States of America were the rejects of Britain. They're yeah. Like, Please leave this country. We can't handle you here anymore. Yeah. So it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to swallow that pill. But mm. look, so look, it is what it is. Like. We'll be friends with British people. If you're a British listener, we love you. I love you, Rose. <laughs> I want to like you, Mord. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's so look. The world's in a bit of a mad place at the moment. Like, mm. um, would you want to talk about American football? Do you want to talk about how shy Cam Newton is? Do you want to talk about how fucking brilliant Cam Newton is? Have you? Do you remember many results? Uh, yep. Okay. Well, I tell you what. We're into game week three. Yeah. And Fitzmagic just pipped Minshew mania, mm. and uh, he did an interview after after the game about his chest hair. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's 37. He's a Harvard graduate. Yeah, he's 37. You're not. You don't. You don't just graduate from Harvard without having a brain cell in your body. Doesn't and one of the prerequisites of being a good quarterback is having a couple of brain cells. Like doesn't Ryan Fitz Ryan Fitzpatrick have like a really really high score on the the Wonderlick test? The Wonderlick test, yeah. Unless doesn't it's he? been beaten since Ryan Fitzpatrick has the highest ever grade on the Wonderlick test. Hmm. That's the test that they make quarterbacks do to see no, how it's smart not just they are. Quarterbacks, it's uh, players, yeah, but the, like quarterbacks, are the ones that have to be good. At. Like running backs get ten and shit. Yeah, so the way it's, <laughs> you know? it's kind of like the Wonderlick test is kind of like an IQ test. Yeah, but it's very it's very football specific. Problem solving. Yeah, there's loads of different, and I think the questions might be a bit different. They have brackets, so if you're a quarterback, you have to get the highest bracket score. Yeah, between whatever it is and whatever it is. Yeah. The next, obviously, is O-linemen. Yeah. O-linemen have to have the second highest bracket. Uh, I think I think it's, like, safeties. Yeah. I think free safeties are, like, the next bracket down. Yeah. And then I think it's middle linebackers, then, like, receivers, then the water boy, and then, then, <laughs> the, then running backs. <laughs> running backs are right down the very bottom. Yeah. Like. Running backs have to do a wonderlick test, and then the other test they have to do is, how hard can you run head force into that wall there? Yeah, that's the and running that's back their, test. And that's their yeah. test, yeah. Um, that's Same the with D-Lyman. Yeah, D-Lyman. D-Lyman and running backs down the bottom just banging their heads <laughs> off the walls with a paper in their hand. like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fitzpatrick. I'm not surprised. Like, Some other results. Ryan Fitzpatrick is the greatest second string quarterback to ever play football. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick is the greatest man of all time. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is a dub. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a dub. Yeah. If Ryan Fitzpatrick, if you're listening, you're allowed, you're an honorary dub. Do you know what I loved in the run up to this? You know the way, like, <laughs> in the run up to that game, they, they like, they always tried to create rivalries, mm. like, between quarterbacks or coaches or something. They're always like, Never nah, we respect sense. each other and all. Mm. They, made, they made a rivalry up in the run up to this game, and it was like, the moustache versus the beard and they both bought into it like and it was fucking did you see any of it no and it was like uh, um, they said Ryan Fitzpatrick said like I think the beard is more impressive than the moustache growing a moustache means you have patchy sides and uh, Gardner Minshew came out and was like no I've I've proven I can grow a full beard but you always have to respect your elders especially when they're much much older (laughs) and all this it was such good crack like um, this rivalry, but it was just in good, good spirit. Like mm, it was fucking gas. I will say this, Ryan Fitzpatrick aside, because I think 
He is genuinely a good, good quarterback. Mm. Could be a starter if teams were willing to give him shots earlier on in his career. Or maybe he was just a late bloomer. I'm not, I can't really remember too much of his yeah, career. Yeah, I think he's gone better with age for sure. But with, with the Fitz magic thing to the side, the Dolphins have impressed me. The Dolphins haven't been as shit as I thought they were going to be. Mm. We've spoken about this, though. They weren't meant to be because they made signings and they drafted well. Mm. They were tipped to be better than they were. Mm. And they weren't that bad last year. They weren't good, but they weren't shy-shy. Like, there was worse. Yeah. So I think they're, I think they're about as good as they should be. Mm. I think, yeah. Yeah, they, they've been... Yeah, like, they haven't blown me out of the water, but I was expecting them to be pretty fucking shit this season. Well... We talk about... Sorry, I, th- I thought you were going to finish on that. Okay. And then look like you were... And then maybe you're going to keep talking. I'm kind of half... Watching that. Getting distracted by the fact that the Facebook stream keeps going. i tell you what I want to talk about. In fairness, this fucking tablet's surrounded in the thickest rubber you could imagine. i tell you what I want to talk Go about. Go on. The Atlanta Falcons. Go on. And the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. And how the Atlanta Falcons, again, Fuck. have fucked it. Oh. Harder than anyone's ever been fucked. Like they, they just shit the bed so badly. Did you see the video of the onside? I was watching it live. They just it was, was like that ball had coronavirus. It was like that ball Tell you was what, either gonna give them coronavirus or AIDS. Give them the breakdown of that game while I fix the tablet and then so, it'll pop in that while I get my mic back. So I don't really know how the game went, but the Falcons went up twenty nine something ten or something. Twenty nine seven. They, they had a 20-plus point lead. Ah, uh, we found. They had a 20-plus point lead. And the ca- the Cowboys drove and, like, came back and brought it back. And they had to get an onside kick. And they did this weird little onside kick that went way short. And they, ha- like, had to roll for ages to get to the... It has to go 10 yards, for those who don't know. But... The kicking team can't touch it within the 10 yards or to foul. The receiving team can touch it whenever the fuck they want and just recover it. like. And the Falcons, instead of recovering it, which they had about 10 seconds to do, five seconds, like in in football terms, a lot of Jays' time. And they just all just ran away from it and then the Cowboys recovered it and went to win the game. They didn't run away. It was 40-39 in the end, I think that game was, or 30-29. They didn't run away from it. You they all watched it rolling like precisely zero rubber off that tablet. Um, yeah. So first of all, there's a couple of things I noticed. I've never seen an onside kick be kicked the way it was kicked. Yeah, he weird. Put it sideways and kicked the ta- kicked either the nose or the tail of it. Yeah. He kicked the end of the ball and it just spun like a Mario Kart to ten yards. Yeah, but it took like a weird you like an, a weird mm. bendy shape. Yeah. He nearly kicked it towards the sideline and spun it upfield then. Yeah. Um, no, very um, Why don't you take that off? I'm going to but I need to you're gonna have to do me a favour and hold this for me. Do me a favour and Break. hold my mic. Yep. Do me a favour and do a fucking shite. Um, I I made up a song in the car. Yeah. Was it ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh, ah. No, it actually just went, you know, to the tune of Spando Ballet's Gold. Yeah. And it just went, You are bold, bold. <laughs> you are the boldest boy. You are so bold. So you bad. are the boldest boy. In the fucking world. Yeah, that was basically it. It was just instead of you are gold, you are bold. And I'm going to sing it if anyone's ever bold. Did you do something bold? Nope. I'm a good boy. But if anyone's ever a bald boy, they get that song sang to them. Wow, very, uh, 
Very flattering angle of Sir look, sure look. Um, that's the crack. I was. I always make up little songs. I always make up little songs in my head. I'm always singing. I always just take songs and replace them with words that aren't in the song. Dead. Ah, you're having a mare. For the ears and not the eyes. This is just chaos. This is just anarchy. Anarchy. On the live streams. But yeah, so the Falcons just... There was a stat, actually. I think there were like four of teams that were didn't commit a turnover in the game and were had a plus 20-point lead. They're the first team out of like 490 teams to lose the game or something. <laughs> so yeah, they proper fucked it. Mm. I wasn't watching the whole game because they were on at the same time as the Steelers. But um, they were on at the same time as the Steelers, so I was only kind of seeing that parts. Um, the Cowboys looked good in fairness. Like that, like everyone's kind of saying, like, oh, the, the the Falcons shit the bed and all of this stuff. But like, take nothing away from the Cowboys actually having to come back and score twenty odd points. Like, I tell you, actually, another you know person I mean? that I want to say fuck off to. Go on. Fucking... I don't know what... Actually, I don't even want to say fuck off. I want to say, fuck you. And with a, with a hard, venomous fuck. Jeez. Fuck you, to Skip. Who? To Skip Bayless. Why? What did Skip Bayless say? Did Skip Bayless made out that... Did you not see any of this? No. So, Skip Bayless came out and... So, back, background. Uh, Dak Prescott's brother committed suicide in March. What? March. like So, oh, recent. Wow. Yeah. Dak Prescott came out and said... That he, after that happened, like, he struggled with his own depression and his mental health and all this type of stuff and spoke quite openly about it. And Skip Bayless came out and said he was a weak and showed, weak and showed bad leadership qualities for coming out and speaking about that. Mm. So, fuck you, Skip Bayless. Scumbag thing to say. Yeah. However, bet you it was scripted. Possibly, but so what? He's still, he was still the mouth that echoed the sentiment. I don't know. I feel like that, whatever show he's on, before in football or pro football focus, or whatever the fuck he's on, take. first take, I think a lot of that is riffing. Like, I think him and Shannon Sharp, like, a lot of it's, I don't think a lot of that's scripted. I don't think that will be something someone would script either. I think they kind of know that that will be something that would probably induce some backlash. Um, I don't think they would do that. But yeah, fuck you, Skip all, Bayless. I think it is because. You have to remember this is a TV show in the United States of America. Mm. And second of all, um, I think it is because it's not something that would be outside of the realms of possibility. Yeah. Either way, he said it. Yeah. He hasn't. He didn't come out and apologize. He didn't. He, I don't think he made any comments on it after the fact. When did you hear? Like. This was all before. This? The, this was all before last weekend. Like so. It was okay. Before the round two games. Okay. Because before the uh, the. Cowboys game was his stuff. response or it, it was only published or something no like. it was he said it in the run up in that week in that run up to those set of games like okay in response to Cal or Dak Prescott coming yeah, out and yeah. saying speaking openly about like of all fucking things like yeah it's a pretty raw topic I suppose yeah um cuts close to a lot of people obviously mm. the people who are victims of it but he, like even it's nothing to like it's nothing to do with football like mm. 
Like, how is it? How would that impact his leadership abilities in regards to football, even a little bit? It doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, I just think it's a. I just think fuck you, Skip Palace. Yeah, it? it's a bit of a scummy thing to say. In fairness. Yeah. Um. So back to the football, anyway. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he'll have done himself any favors. That's no. for sure. No, well, he didn't get fired, and they're looking to give him a new contract. So, Skip Bayless did. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's proof in the pudding that this shit scripted. Like, mm. they wanted to create a dramatic narrative around the suicide thing. Um. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. Mm. Um. Not, didn't yeah. cover himself in glory. We're just having a uh, technical. We're difficulties. having technical difficulties with the Facebook stream. So watch on Instagram if you want to mm. watch. Um, which is a bit of a nuisance, but um, and if you don't want to watch, don't watch. So did you? What? How many other games did you see? So I got out of bed. I went to sleep at six p.m. I went to bed to sleep at six p.m. No, I went to sleep at seven p.m. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch any of the games. Okay. And I got up at one a.m. and I went and I went to watch the Patriots game, and then I went straight to work. Pretty good. For a five a.m. shift, and I'm sad the Patriots lost, but the Patriots lost. 35-30. 30. They lost on the last snap of the game. With a lovely bit of poetic justice. To a Seahawks team that are tipped to, if not get to the Super Bowl, at least get to the NFC Championship. Mm. So, I think the Seahawks were, like, heavy, not heavily, but, like, favoured in that game. Mm. And I think only for, like, they fucked it on the last play of the game that they would they should have won that game. Well, could have gone either way. It was a good game. It was a fucking brilliant game, actually. I saw none of it except the last play where they tried a QB power. Quarterback read it, or the, the middle linebacker read it straight away mm. and just caught Cam Newton when he tried to dive, flipped him up and dropped short. I tell you what, I think he should have tried, I think he should have gone to the outside and he probably would have gotten in. Um, I think so. Yeah, but if some buts. Rather than try to do the whole super cam thing. Yeah, if some buts. So. Um, tell you what, who, someone you fucking love who played really well was Jamal Adams. He's very good. He's excellent. Yeah, like he's I, very t- good. I told you, I, see, I said this in the last episode. Jamal Adams is looks like they want him to be a do-it-all safety, mm. so he can play strong safety. He can play, he can play free safety. He can play any DB position essentially outside yeah. of absolute, like playing absolute cornerback. Like yeah, um, and it seems like he's well able to do it as well. Mm. They could. They just they have him lined up everywhere. They, look, I've, I was not last week, the week before, uh, when the Seahawks were playing. I want to say it was the Jets, but I don't know if that's no, necessarily right. No, whoever whoever the Seahawks were playing in week one, they had him lined up everywhere. They had him lined up all over the place. Do you know what I mean? He he wouldn't have even. He probably would have been technically a linebacker in some of those fucking plays. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, Fuck what they That's gonna annoy me. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember who it was. It either. was a divisional game. Who's in the division? Cardinals. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, 49ers. I don't think it was a divisional game. No, I I, d- I thought it was one of the AFC East teams, which is why I thought Jets. No, no, it wasn't. I don't think. Uh, maybe it wasn't. Anyway. Um, um. Yeah. Yeah, they looked good. The Seahawks look like they'll do. They'll go the whole way. This is the thing. Do you know why the Seahawks are always there? Because Pete Carroll's their fucking head coach. Yeah, That's head why. Coach. Got fined for not wearing a mask. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> um. And I thought the Patriots played really well. Tell you what. I tell you a bad stuff. Go on. Um. Julian Edelman mm-hmm. recorded his highest career yards in that game with Cam Newton. 
So playing for fucking how many X amount of years with Tom Brady, Cam Newton comes on the scene and he gets his highest amount of yards in a game ever in his career, receiving yards. Uh, I don't know, but I put him on like two hundred and thirty-six for the season. He's toured and he's toured in the receiving yards leaderboard. Right. So, and I don't think he had a, like a, a hugely standout game in the first game. Yeah. So it was probably like over a hundred and fifty yards, maybe. Well, one thing the Patriots, yards, like one thing the Patriots have made a career out, of, like they've made a living off, is uh, not relying on any one player to get the job mm. done. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really surprise me that he's never really had that opportunity before. Um, I thought, I thought the DBs let, the, I thought the DBs let the Patriots down. Russell Wilson, pa- now Russell Wilson's a fantastic player, Russell but he Wilson, passed for five touchdowns. Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the NFL at the moment. Yeah, he passed for um, five touchdowns to five, five different players, and I just thought that shouldn't have happened. DK Metcalf got the better of Stephon Gilmore, which I wasn't expecting. DK I know DK Metcalf Metcalf's good, is a fucking monster. But Stephon Gilmore's. Defensive player of the year, like the best cornerback currently. Eh, uh, yeah, I would agree. In, in, in recent seasons, so I wasn't expecting it to be as one sided as it was a matchup. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Yeah, um, but I thought it was a good game, and I thought the Patriots looked good, and I think the Patriots will do well. I finally got to see the Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers defense in action. Who were they playing? Um, the Steelers were playing. Oh shit! Hold on. Um. I've completely forgotten, but they had like six Broncos? or seven sacks. Broncos, that's who it was. Oh, what the fuck is up with this? Um, ah, fuck it. I'm never using that tablet again for Facebook. Um, and you know, the funny thing is we haven't actually needed to use the surplus device for any looking up or validating stats or anything, <laughs> which is funny. Um, yeah, the so Steelers are playing the Broncos, um, which it was actually a fairly close game, to be quite honest. Like, I was expecting it to be fairly one-sided. Um, Drew Locke. The Broncos quarterback, <laughs> Drew Locke, the Broncos quarterback, got injured pre-game or something. He tore his shoulder, or yeah. sorry, not pre-game, the start of the game, like like the super super early in the first quarter, tore his something in his shoulder or did something to his shoulder. Mm. Um, so he was out, and they had, um, uh, Drew something. No, I don't think it was. Drew no, something. Cloyd something. Can't remember the backup QB's name Cliff. either. But um yeah, the Steelers defense looked fucking outrageous like. Mm. Um it seems to be that we talk in the NFL, like everything kind of goes in cycles. Like what's what's really effective one year might not necessarily be effective scheme wise the next year or like after mm. a couple of seasons. But what seems to be a very good defensive scheme is a three four defense with the two outside linebackers just being fucking brilliant. Mm. I know that's it's <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough, I've always fucking agree. But what happens then you can play a five man line, which you very seldom see in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You don't see five man lines. Like the most you see is a four man line and the teams that run four man lines, their outside linebackers are very aerial orientated. Mm. They're they're very linebackery, whereas the Steelers have Bud Dupree and TJ Watt as their outside linebackers, who are essentially defensive ends who can play anywhere. Mm. They're they're just extremely multifaceted. Um, seems to work really well, and then finally they now have a secondary that seems pretty locked down as well. Yeah. Um, Mike Hilton is a nickel cornerback, and he 
seems to have seems to have become the missing piece hmm. uh, in the defense and against the pass <coughs> anyway. Um, There's another mad thing that happened. Go on. And it's none of the games. I think the rest of the games were as expected. I think. Mm-hmm. There's another mad thing that happened though. Go on. A mad, 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 mad thing that happened. Go on. The LA Chargers. Yep. Tyrod Taylor, the starting quarterback. Yep. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you heard no, about go this? On. I can't believe you haven't. So Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Had some bruised ribs or some cracked ribs. Sorry, I have. Yeah, I have. Heard Going into this. the game, yeah. Planned the Chargers planned on starting him anyway, and planned on giving him some painkillers. Yeah, Grant mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have done that, but whatever. It happens all the time. Pre-game, fairness. Chargers, Chargers team doctor, mm. fucking whatever his name is, yeah. Doctor Dr. Dre, I think. <laughs> doctor Nick Riviera. Doctor Nick Riviera. Doctor Doctor Proctor. I don't know. Who the fuck whoever knows the fuck his name is. Yeah. Jimmy Shits. Mickey Shits. Yeah. Mickey Shits said, Tyrod Taylor, come here to me. I will inject you with painkillers so your cracked ribs can be not cr- sore anymore. Yeah. Or, or bruised ribs, whatever the fuck. Mm. Punctured his lung. Punctured his lung. Punctured his fucking lung with the needle. Cortisone injection or so, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, mad. Imagine you're a doctor and you're like, I'll make you better. Ah, made you worse. Sorry. Sorry about that. I can't believe doctors are make it to the NFL and make mistakes like that. Mad. Mental. Mm. So Tyrod Taylor's fucked now for a few weeks at least, mm. possibly for the season. Who knows? I don't know how bad a punctured lung is to repair, um, especially when you play a sport that makes you go <sighs> all the time. Like, do you know what I mean? Especially when you've got people like Aaron Donald in your division. Nope. No, because Aaron Donald's on the same team as him. No. Tyrod Taylor plays for the Rams. No. No. Tyrod Taylor plays for the Chargers. Sorry, that's who it is. Sorry, yeah, my mistake. <laughs> so, so wrong on all accounts there. Miles off. Jesus. Um, so yeah here's another thing another very interesting talking point loads of season ending injuries uh, 7 ACL injuries in week mm. 2 7 ACL alone I can't believe it do you think there's nothing to be said for the fact that there was no preseason? Couple of couple of talking points on it first of all I think playing your games on turf Listen to me, the NFL, if you're out there. If you have a turf stadium, go back to grass. I'm telling you, the reason all these cunts are tearing their ACLs is because in turf, there is no give. You cannot plant and twist your foot in turf. Mm. You can't. No matter how fancy Nike make their boots, no matter what you try to do with the 5G, and you've rubber that's finer than sand, and it's this and it's that and the other... If you keep using fucking turf, you are going to have people continue to tear their ACLs. <laughs> if you, can, and if you look, continue to use turf, you're gonna have a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time. Look at this. Look at the look at the figures of it. All of these teams who these people are tearing their ACLs are all on turf pitches. You never see anyone at the Packers tear their ACL. You never see anyone at this. Oh, I'm gonna touch wood just because I don't want to jinx it because accidents do happen. Very very seldom do you see players tear their ACLs on grass pitches. Yeah. It's nearly always on turf pitches. It's a terrible idea. Terrible. And here's another thing. It's terrible, worse for terrible. players' knees down the run. Terrible, terrible, I mean? terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, not Shame. great. So um, don't tell your ACL. And come here, if you're a doctor and you're listening, don't puncture lungs. Don't, don't puncture lads' lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, go on. And that's the mad. That's the NFL this week. Is that all of it? That's more or less all of it. So there's upcoming games. I don't think there's... Oh, there's a good one this weekend, actually. Who? Ravens Chiefs. Interesting. Ravens Chiefs is the big one. The, the yeah, big one. That'll be an interesting one. Um, 
Um, I think the Patriots have the Tennessee Titans, I think. That could be a good one. That'll be a tough one. Um, and then... I think that's who they have. And then... I don't know who the Steelers are. Oh, the Steelers have the Texans. Mm. Yeah, all the Wap brothers. Oh, yeah. The two Wap brothers. Mm. And then the other Wap brother. The three Wap brothers. JJ, TJ, and D. D. Derek. Just D. Derek. I don't know what Derek Watt's middle name is. Probably something with J. Brilliant signing that I'm, I'm pointing more of as a as a point of a... <laughs> Brilliant signing out there. Um, Derek Watt was an excellent addition to the Steelers roster. They've always had schemes that allow for running backs. He's a fullback though, isn't he? I said running back, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I meant fullback. Yeah. Um, like they've they've traditionally had fullbacks in their squad for mm. f- over the years. Patriots do as well, actually. Patriots do. The Ravens do as well. Mm. The Ravens have always been one. It's one of those ways of getting around that I was talking about with a five-man line. Mm. It, like having a really good fullback is one of those ways to kind of circumvent. F- yeah. Like five men on the line. Do you Same know as I mean? like having a really good block and tight end as well. Yeah, but, full but at back the same more time, so. fullback because you can do more stuff in the backfield. Exactly. Uh, do you know where the Patriots fullback is from? Is it no? It's not your man Devlin, is it? It's no, he retired. Wow. James Devlin retired. His name is. I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. His name is Jacob Johnson. Jacob Johnson. That's yeah. a made up name. No. That has to be a made up. Just name. like Jacob, but Jacob. Hmm. Is he Russian? Nope. He's just German. Oh. Uh, yeah, German. German fella. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Good player. Mm-hmm. Not as good as James Devlin. I'd pay. I'd give me kidney to have James Kevlin. Kevlin Devlin you, back. So this is what I'm gonna do. I want to get a couple of more Steelers jerseys, but like, there's only so many Steelers jerseys you can have. Yeah, it's like in, in the NFL, like there's there's you've got your home kit, you've got your away kit, and yeah. then you've got your color rush or your throwback. Yeah, if you're lucky, your team will have a color rush. So like, and a could, throwback. There aren't even really color rushes anymore. You just have no. throwbacks now. They'll change that again. There'll be another limited time thing for one week of the season or something. A salute to service jersey yeah. or some bollocks. Look, I don't just want to have six of the home jersey with just different numbers because yeah. ultimately you're just searching for clout. Do you know what I mean? Like walking yeah. around like <laughs> with like all these obscure players and all. Like, yeah. Like no, did no, no disrespect to you, but you bought a Jamie Collins jersey and he was fucking traded the next but day. But in fairness, like, I had about eight Tom Brady jerseys. Yeah, I know. And I had a mm. Julian Edelman jersey, so I said. I'll buy a Jamie Collins jersey. So what and then I'm, he got traded. So what I'm going to say... And then he came back. And then he got traded again. He got traded again. He's <laughs> at the Lions now. So, go on. so what I'm going to do is instead of buying players like... De- Look, I'd love a Devin Bush jersey because he's 55 and he's the Steelers mm. and stuff. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to get... cut Like I did with Dad for his birthday. Mm. I got Dad a new Packers jersey. It's made by Nike and the whole lot, but it was Brett Favre on the back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It it still kind of has that um, vintage feel to it, even yeah. though you're getting a brand new Nike jersey. Yeah. Um, so what I think I'm going to do with me next maybe Steelers jersey and a bit, like me next maybe one or yeah. two Steelers jerseys, is get like, I might get one with Joe Green on it. I might mm. get a 75 and Joe Green. I wanted, yeah, I always wanted a Vince Wilfork jersey. Mm. I yeah. thought you had one. No, and a... Um, Who had a Vince Wilfork jersey? Mick. That's Mick right. always wore a Vince Wilfork jersey. Mm. I want the Vince Wilfork jersey, and I'd love a Teddy Bruski maybe. Teddy Bruski jersey is another mm. one, yeah. Or Willie Willie McGinnis or something. That'd yeah, be cool ones. Willie McGinnis would be a good show as well. Mm. What was the name of? Um, oh, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Yeah. Shannon Sharp. Keep keep barely. Or Randy Moss. Randy Moss. Randy Moss would be a good one. Yeah, uh, there's a couple of players as well that always like you. If you could get, like, if you could get, say. 
I know this is a mad one, but Jerry Rice was at the Broncos. Yeah. Or you know, now with Cam Newton Patriots says you'd be killing. Cool Cam Newton Patriots. Or, or do you know what was a good one that I saw? Pochi had this. Was a Tim Tebow Patriots jersey? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. My boy Tim Tebow, yeah. whatever he is, that's um, a cool one. I, I'm a huge Tim Tebow fan. I've always been a Tim Tebow fan. I think he was fucking robbed in the NFL. I think they did him terrible. Like, yeah. I think they really gave him a bad deal, and he yeah. wasn't a bad quarterback. He wasn't that good either. He, he, he got to a stage where he wasn't that good. Like there was a <laughs> there was a fucking video clip with him, Debo, and he goes to pass the ball, and just goes bloop, 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 out of his hand, and just gets picked off. Like but literally, just goes. Not, bloop, 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 bloop. That's not necessarily calling him a bad quarterback. Like, uh, what's, he, I don't think he. I don't think he would start in any NFL team currently, or even. I think he'd struggle to back up. Really? Yeah. I think that's a bit mad. Mm. I need to go back and look at game tape, but I remember him being. Good, like I remember him being a good quarterback. He had his run, like he had his beat the Steelers in the playoffs, and mm. he had his little run. But Tebow mania, like the kneeling, and the whole lot. Mm. But I think I think it was a limited time thing. I think, and he was good enough to lead that Gators squad to a national championship as well. <laughs> yeah, but that that Gators squad had so many ballers on it. Like, yeah, it was a good time. Um, I tell you who, I tell you what, go on what. Oh, I don't know. I had, I had something. Was it college football related? No. Oh, yeah. I tell you what. He did well. He did well enough to be able to go on into a career of punditry. Mm. Made enough of a name for himself, and he's just a pundit now, probably earning as much I money as he was. Like, yeah. He does all motivational speeches and stuff. Like it's very religious, though. I like that. Oh, I don't. I don't. It's mm. too much. Too much. He's pulled it back a little bit Has since he? he's become more. He's become now more of a motivational speaker. Yeah. And it's less about religion, but it's more about the human connection to religion, which mm. I kind of like. He's like he's not quoting scripture and stuff as yeah, much yeah. anymore. I don't think. Um, so yeah, well, he does a little bit. He's yeah, he's more of the same Tim Tebow we know and love. I think, mm-hmm. but there's more motivational speeches involved yeah. now instead. Um, so that's the crack. Is there anything else NFL related? Nah, I don't think there is. Don't think there is. Okay. Um, you wanna you wanna go through a bit of NBA? Yeah, we'll just talk briefly about. It. Yeah. Uh. LeBron James, three mm-hmm. one up against the and the Lakers are three one up against the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero, uh, a three one up against the Boston Celtics. Wow! Uh, and that's the that's the Miami the, Heat. Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler and Tyler Tyler Hero. Jimmy Butler went to the Miami Heat. Yeah, and they're three one up against the Boston Celtics. Wow, fairly one sided. Yeah, the Denver Nuggets. Uh, in their last two playoff games, in the last two playoff series, mm-hmm. went down three one, and won both. Wow! So there's loads of memes going around saying, uh, "Down three one, haha! We have the Lakers just where we want them." Gosh. But now it looks like it's gonna be LeBron James and the Lakers and then Miami Heat finals. Wow! Which would be cool, unless the Boston Celtics or the Denver Nuggets can Nikola Jokic mm. can pull off a. Uh, a miracle comeback. Well, not a miracle comeback, just a basketball comeback. I'll be honest, with you, I haven't watched that much basketball this yeah. season. Um, they're in that bubble. They're in that bubble and the whole lot, yeah, mm. but I did not expect the Miami Heat would go as far as they Yeah, Miami Heat. Wow. And um, that being said, I don't think I knew that Jimmy Butler went there either, so... Um, oh, shit. We're going on Instagram. Oh, shit. And hour? we don't have a Facebook. Facebook fucking shit the bed in us halfway shit through. Shit the cacks. 
Actually, no, it's not Facebook's fault. It's that tablet's fault yeah. we decided to record on. We love your Facebook. Fuck you, tablet. Mm. Right. Goodbye, my lovers. Wow, pretty good. Um, so, yeah. The Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. had a, in the bubble where went 8-0 and all in the regular season bubble. Mm. And then shit the bed and went down the fourth round of the playoffs. Jesus Christ. Um, what a terrible... The Nuggets, terrible yeah, the Nuggets went are going on mad runs. Mm. Fucking pulling off buzzer beaters in the hole, crack. So the NBA looks like it's leaning back towards in favour of big men again. Yeah. Like like 60-point game shooters, yeah. shooting guards, yeah. don't seem to be the production line anymore. It seems to have gone back in, um, back to teams with, with big men, do you know? Um, I'm just picking, picking a thing. I haven't seen it, so I can't really offer too much. Yeah, um, LeBron James looks like LeBron James. Yeah, as he does. This is the thing: we're in an era now where athletes are going to play later in their careers and still be good. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. LeBron James is what thirty-seven now or something. Thirty-something. Yeah, 30 he's, he's the poster boy for this average that it's like it, what, like well into your thirties, you can still play professional level. Yeah. Like, um. And especially in the NFL, because. The NFL is going towards a player safety angle. So you're not going it's not going to be as violent too much. You know what I mean? It's not going to be as taxing on the body as it used to be, where you'd be fucking destroyed in games. You'll see NFL players be good. Like like it's probably it's probably a bad example to say quarterbacks, because quarterbacks have always traditionally been good and Tom Brady and Drew Brees haven't been to their standard in the open couple of weeks of the season. But with that being said, Jason Pierre Paul is still playing. Jason Pierre Paul is still playing at a high level in the NFL. Yeah. He's 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 a D lineman who's well into his thirties. He's fifty, isn't he? Yeah. Well I'll tell you what. Jason Pierre Paul is around since two thousand. Joint speed the Patriots. Since since before mm. then, I think. So probably mm. two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah. As a D lineman, is that's what fifteen, mm. nearly fifteen years. Yeah, so he's probably he's probably twenty seven or eight, like old as shit. Give like take, yeah, probably has grey hairs. He probably has to keep his head bald because he has grey hairs. Jesus, I'd say. Great would you pu- count great pubes? Would you count Jason Pierre Paul as having below average amount of arms? <laughs> yeah, would you? <laughs> yeah, Cause, yeah, because he's missing a few fingers. Because he has like one point nine arms or something. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Or he probably still has above average. Actually, depending on what the average is, you see. Mm. I might still have above average, but like just less than two. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. Still fucking club the shit out of people it was half arm. Yeah, and here's another thing I noticed. The Seahawks signed both of those Edmonds brothers, right? One doesn't have one hand. No, sorry, not Edmonds. No, they caught one. Did Griffin. They, did they, sorry, Shaquem Griffin. and I'm Shaquille. Thinking of, I'm thinking of the Steelers. They um, kept Shaquem. Shaquille, I think, is the one that... The no hand. Who's the one who's missing a hand? Yeah, they okay. cut him. Um, they did. That kind of makes sense because I was looking at the Seahawks and I was like, they've gotten a very good glove for the one with the one hand, but I couldn't remember which of them it was and I couldn't remember if they had cut one of them or not. Um, but yeah, fucking hell. Um, I think that's it on NFL for the moment. Well, we are talking about NBA, but look. I'm, what I meant to say was, I think that's it on sports. I don't think we're gonna squeeze in too much soccer ball, um. So we can go right to uh, we can go right to reviews. Tell me about 
this film you started watching? So, I started watching a film called Enola Gay. No. Enola Holmes. Should have stayed at home. Yes, the Holmes. Mm. No. Uh, Enola Holmes. Yeah. I've only watched half of it. Mm-hmm. Started watching I Had to Go to Bed because it worked a stupid night. Millie Bobby. Mad. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby, I like saying that name. Millie Bobby Brown. It's, it's Millie, Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. But yeah. Brown. Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things fame. Plays Enola Holmes. And Enola Holmes is the younger sister of... Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes. Mm. Sherlock Holmes played by the sexy, sexy Henry Cavill. Weird. Yeah. Mad that Henry yeah. Cavill is playing Sherlock Holmes. Like That's what you were talking about earlier on when you yeah, said yeah. Henry Cavill. Wow. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill's the sexiest Sherlock Holmes. And Robert Downey Jr. played Sherlock Holmes as well. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. So yeah, to Henry Cavill with his sexy, sexy man face. It's just a film, right? It's not a series. It's a film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, it's about so not spoiling that, and this all happens in the first few minutes. Yeah, give me the synopsis. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter mm-hmm. plays Mrs. Holmes, Mammy Holmes, Mother Holmes, Mother Holmes. Okay. Uh, I can't remember her name in it, but she goes missing. <laughs> Mother Holmes up, goes, she goes missing. She wakes up. Enola Holmes wakes up one morning and Mrs. Holmes is gone. Wow. And uh, Mycroft and Sherlock return home after years and years and years since Enola was only a little baba. Mm. And try to, and then they're like, we have to find mother. Is but Mycroft is trying to put Enola into a home. So when Enola says, I'm going to find my man and get out of here. So she goes looking for her. And that's basically where we are now. Is this based off an actual book? I don't know. Okay. But it's very good. So it's the way it's filmed is quite cool. Like it's like Enola Holmes like stops and narrates and like turns to the camera and says, like narrates every wow. now and again. It's pretty cool. Like okay. it, that sounds like it could be shy, but it's done really well. That sounds interesting. Yeah. I might actually watch that later. Yeah. How childish is it? Um it's child friendly. Okay. I wouldn't call it childish. Right. It's like, it's a mystery, kind of, like, what you would expect from Sherlock Holmes-esque, mm-hmm. it, like, world. Um, but it's not dark in any way. It's not, yeah, yeah, fair Like, enough. it's a bit, it's a bit, like, it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't at all call it childish. Okay. Like, I wouldn't say it's aimed at children, like, it's aimed at adults, but it's just light-hearted. Like. Yeah, well, sure, look, they've cast Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes, yeah, so yeah, there's exactly. obviously an adult skewing in it somewhere, yeah. like. And I'd still to watch some, like. Mm. There's a bit of fighting in it and stuff, so it's scrapping. Not, yeah, scrapping, a bit scrapping, of scrapping. The whole lot. A few ex- little explosions and stuff. Cool. So it's nothing, uh, nothing, no, I wouldn't at all call it childish. Okay. But it's very enjoyable watch so far, I must say. Cool. Gonna finish it tonight, I'd say. Mm. But um, yeah, so far, good. so good. Millie Bobby Brown's a good little actress. She's a great actress. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's deadly. She's only 16. Is she? Yeah, she's only 16. Wow. So she's gonna be, she's on the up, she's on the climb, as they say. Jesus, she's only 16. <laughs> yeah. So so they, she, they must have only been like 12, 13 when they started Stranger Things then. Maybe even less. Fuck. Because what, what were we on? Season, tr- season three of Stranger Things was out, what, 2018? Mm, 2019, I think, season three. And I don't know if they were they every year, so season two was 2017. Season they, no, one. they haven't been one per year. No, they've so been, maybe they've been kind of weird intervals. Yeah, so maybe 2015, 2014, that was season one was. Mm. And, and they've been released five, at six different years times of the year as well. Like, so she could have been fucking 10 or 11. Fucking mad. When man. that film started. Mm. Was really young. So yeah. Four played uh, I don't have much else because I haven't finished it. Mm. But it's very Sherlock Holmes esque. It's very mysterious. It's very solve these clues. Yeah, all this yeah. Type of stuff so far, 
But if you like that stuff, you'll like it. Happy days. I'm gonna I'm gonna like it. Mm. I'm gonna like it more. Great. When I finish watching it, which will <laughs> probably be tonight. Maybe we can talk about it next week again. With a bit of luck, but says I. Anola Holmes. I should have stayed at home, yes, the bones. The bones and gones and moans. And then Mac and Neff. Great. So, yeah. Um, I've, I've only got one. Uh, I'm nearly sure I've only watched one film in the last week. Yes, have I? I was, so we, we were supposed to watch Intermission. <coughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but neither of us did. Uh, I don't have it on DVD here, and it's not on Netflix. Um, so I haven't been able to watch Intermission. Um, I could give you a full review of it, but I would yeah. rather give it a review having recently watched it, because the, all the emotion and passion yeah. would be there. Um, so I watched the film called Coco. Ooh. Yeah, I watched the film called Coco. Chocolate. Yeah, it's a Disney Pixar film. Ooh. Um, so it's about... Again, this is all kind of the first couple of minutes. Many, many moons ago, there was a family in Mexico. And the father was a musician. Right. And left the family to go tour the world doing music. Mm. Right? Obviously, that rubbed the mother of the family up the wrong way. And there was a couple of kids in the family. Mm. So the mother outlaws the concept of music in the family no more music no one can play music no one's allowed to sing no musicians instruments nothing like that and the daughter of that family was this kid's grandmother okay so the daughter of the original family was coco yeah so coco now is like the great grandmother of this family and the tradition is still there they're not allowed to play music they're not allowed mm. to be singers and the main character, whose name is Miguel, I think. I'm nearly sure it's Miguel. Um, he's, obviously it's in the bloodline. Yeah. Like this natural talent Wants for music. To sing, is in, yeah. yeah, exactly. So he's, um, he wants to be a musician. He's dead set on becoming a musician. But it's outlawed. It's outlawed by the family. Excuse me. So this is set on the night of Dia de los Muertos. Oh, so I know. Day of the Dead, Sugar Skulls, and the whole lot. Fucking all the whole crack. So what he does is, he wants to play this gig like a Dia de los Muertos gig, like a competition to be like the best musician in the land. And yeah. he's quite good. He he had like a little secret guitar. He's practicing with the whole time. Mm. They find out and they smash the guitar before he can go <gasps> and play the gig. Bastards. So he goes to his great grandfather's tomb or his great great grandfather's tomb to um to. There's like a, a there's a, like an, a fancy guitar in the tomb, right? So he goes to the tomb to take the guitar so he can <clears> play <throat> the gig, but gets locked in the tomb and ends up being transported to the land of the dead, ah. and has to get back to the land of the living ah. before the night runs out. Because if he doesn't, he'll be trapped in the land of the dead. He'll could, stay dead basically. Could Lara Croft not save him? I don't believe so. Oh, I think fuck. she was too busy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Saving John Boy. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, it's very, very good. It's a Disney Pixar film, so naturally it's excellent. Yeah. You know this type of way. Yeah, they don't there's, do things in halves, them lot. Exactly. There's loads of twists and turns regarding like the family history and like the the Dia de los Muertos itself. And again, it's one of these that gives you loads of info on Dia de los Muertos. Ooh. You know the way with like inside out. Yeah. It had like an underrunning theme of psychology and mm. the human brain. This kind of has a similar thing where it gives you loads of info about 
Dia de los Muertos and the rituals of the Mexicans and huh. like why they do Dia de los Muertos and what they believe is in the afterlife and how they believe like they say like you you die and then you're in the afterlife and you disappear from the afterlife when everyone who on earth forgets you. Ah. Like that Macklemore line, they say you die twice, one Sunday bury you in the grave and the second time is the last time that somebody mentions your name. Oh. So there's all of this. Um, it's really, really good. I, th- I can't really say any more without giving big spoilers away that would yeah. ruin the whole story. And it's an excellent story. Like it's it's really really good. It's a Disney Pixar film, but it's just fucking very very enjoyable. And it's all about like following your passion, following your dream. Even if everybody or everyone in your whole life is telling you to do one thing, yeah. And this one thing is a good idea. If your inner instinct is telling you to do stick it to the man, something else. Follow your inner instinct. Follow your gut instinct. What's telling you? Yeah. Like when when the voice inside your head is telling you this is not a good idea or whatever it is listen to it do you know what I mean it'll always yeah. steer you in the right direction play even, the fucking guitar even ex- like even externally if you think it's a bad idea it's still a good idea if your core <laughs> instinct is telling you if it's a bad idea if it's a good idea and if it's a good idea it's a great idea yeah basically sure, there yeah. you go there you go yeah, might watch it is it on Netflix I probably not I'm not sure Don't uh, know, we Disney. Didn't wa- no it wouldn't be on Netflix it's a Disney, Disney yeah person. we didn't watch it on Netflix uh, watched it on like Illegal stream and oh, you fucking <laughs> bit, you fucking bastards! Ah, sure, look, it's that's the industry's fault for making it too difficult to get access to this shit. Yeah, um, I know it's just one app, but like, I don't want to have to pay for another app to just fucking have things. Mm. Um, yeah, brilliant. That's films very and TV. Musical, Quiet on the TV film round this week. I'm not finished Line of Duty. I've still an episode or two in season four to go. Um, and you have to see. Oh, season five is coming to Netflix. When? Uh, like next week, I think. Oh, 5th of October or something Brilliant. yeah so you'll be able to watch season 5 excellent Jeez, and then season 6 will be 8 years soon I think next year spring next year or something fucking great yeah so yeah that's uh, that's the reviews by way of TV and film I've been listening to some albums I hadn't listened to before we may have done the Sarface album before I don't know that there's a it could be if it is it's way back what type of music is that so I'll start with Sarface, I suppose, because yeah, we it. know Public Enemy and you know Rage Against Machine. Al Pacino. Sarface are... Says hello to my little friend. No, but it's like Sar, like Russian Sar. Oh. But like C-Z-A-R, so not like a Sar, like a Sar. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and So they're, they're one of these kind of super group type crowds where they've three rappers. So one is called, uh, the head man is a rapper called Esoteric. Mm. Or esoteric, depending on your persuasion. Uh, esoteric, a rapper called Seven L, and the third member is actually Inspector Deck from Wu Tang Clan. Oh, I know him. One of the better rappers in Wu Tang Clan, in my own opinion. Um, he makes up the other rapper, and basically, Sarface is done like a comic book character. So all the albums play out like do you know the way MF Doom does. Each album is yeah. kind of has its own comic book story yeah. run throughout the the, the, the albums Sarface is a little bit similar uh, with their albums they've done a few like they've done Sarface Fistful Apparel uh, Sarface Metal Face Sarface meets Ghost Face um, there's another one I think is like Loads of Bombs Are Deadly or something I can't mm-hmm. remember the name of them but they've got a few I was, I've been listening to the first one over the last while I have Fistful Apparel at home 
I have Surface uh, Metal Face at home um, on CD, obviously. On CD disc. On fancy. compact disc. On compact disc, Discs. yeah. Um, so I've been listening to uh, the first album. It's so good. Like, it's real... I couldn't even describe the beats to you. The beats are very... Do they go... Do, 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 very do, East Coast. Do, 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 do. No. Oh. Um, one, well, this is actually a beat off uh, Sarface Metal Face, and it's a skit in the second album. So it's, I think it, it could be samples. Um, it, I'm not sure if it's samples, but it's very East Coast. Right. Um, loads of skits and bits thrown in, like it's told like a comic book story. Uh, very hip hop. Very, very good. Loads of really good features on it. Mm. Like, they have features from... Um, his name is Vinny Paziensel. Oh. He was in Jedi Mind Tricks. Oh. And they have Action Bronson on the first album. Oh, I know that. I know that, name. They have Ghostface Killer on the first album. Was Action album. Bronson the chef? Yeah. Yeah, big fat well, I, used, I used to not like him, but he grew on me. You know, it's mm. funny when you think you don't like something and then you decide to give it a chance yeah, then like it then. and then you end up liking it. Action yeah. Bronson was one of those for me. The problem I always had with Action Bronson is that he sounded very like Ghostface Killer. His killer. flow was very different. I know, yeah. Okay. Ghostface Killer. 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 Um, his flow was very different, but he sounded like him and I just couldn't get past that for some reason. Mm. Um, but yeah, Action Bronson's in it. He's very good. Uh, Vinnie Paz from Jedi Mind Tricks. Um, there's, a good, there's a few really good cameos. Um, and again, you've got that kind of. It's. It, it, I'm not going to say it draws influence from Wu Tang Clan, but it kind of does. Mm. Um, it kind of has that influence that sounds a little bit Wu Tangy. Mm. It sounds a bit Wu Tang. It sounds a bit kind of classic Wu Tang, and it has those similar flows. The raps themselves are excellent. Like loads of hyperbole, loads of comparison, loads of very, very good. Hyperbole, I like that word. Yeah. Hyperbole. And it's kind of nerd culture, you know. There's a lot uh, of comic book references. They're a comic book character, so they. Ow. I'm out. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, fucking nerd. No, I'm only Holy fucking nah. fuck. Nerds. Um, no way to nerds. Yes, yeah, really good. Boo I recommend. They're, they've become kind of one of my favourite rap groups, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, between what I've heard, like what I've heard in of in their albums that I've listened to, I've listened to, I'm nearly, to, I'm nearly sure I've listened to all of them at this point, barring maybe one. I think I haven't heard their toured album. I have Fistful of Pearl on CD. I've li- been listening to the first one all week. Um, Starface Metal Faces. Excellent. It's an excellent album. It's a duet album with MF Doom. They have a duet album with Ghostface Killer as well. Starface meets Ghostface. Ghostface, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, they kind of just play out like battle raps. Oh, cool. Yeah. I like battle raps. Um, yeah, excellent album. I would recommend any hip-hop fan to, to listen to it if you haven't heard it already. <coughs> Uh, the production's fucking excellent. I think your man Esoteric is a producer. I mm. think he's a producer at heart that just learned the skill of rap himself. Like mm. it, it kind of has that feel to it. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe you're not. wrong. But uh, yeah, it has that feel. Excellent album. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't listen to any rap music or hip hop music anymore. You should. I pretty much have transitioned solely listening to Irish trad music. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's brilliant though. Did you listen to Viva La Quinta? Bagada? I never got a chance. So I was home and I was only in the door and you got oh, here. Oh, some fucking choice there. I'll listen to it before you leave. Yeah. Um, What's it go like? I won't tell you. Spoilers. Mm. You can listen to it. Okay. For the me. listeners, Viva La Quinta, La Quinta Brigada it's, by Ronnie Drew. 
It's a brilliant mm. old song. We talked about it on the last episode, and I said I was going to listen to it. No, we didn't. Did we not? Why no, we, we just talked about it the last time I was here, but we didn't do an episode. Oh, so. shit, yeah. But anyway. That was only Drew and I. Gas. Yeah, Ronnie Drew. Yup, Ronnie Drew. Yup, ah, the Drew. Ah. friend of Mark Bryan has a cup has a tea, has a cup for his tea, and it's Ronnie Drew's face, and it says, Ronnie Brew. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Very good, yeah. <laughs> Ronnie Brew. Puntastic. Yeah, puntastic. <laughs> um, yeah. What else do you listen to? Big Bro? One of the best rock albums I think I've ever heard in my entire fucking life, to be honest with you. Ah, Bruce Springsteen? No. Battle for Los Angeles by Rage oh. Against the Machine. Ding dong, 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 Sleep Now on the Fire Sleep um, Now on the Fire is deadly Yeah really really good I have to say um, Rage Against the Machine Are a band that were just Fuck the establishment <laughs> From the very start They were like like Revolutionised Power em- Empower the people We as a people Must empower ourselves mm. And they always did Like that was the angle They always had Like have you seen the video To Sleep Now on the Fire Yeah but basically fucking they, protests and the whole lot. Uh, they so take just over Wall City Street. City Hall or something. Mm. Or Wall Street, is it? Yeah. Um, City Hall by Tenacious And Guerrilla Radio was obviously a, a song about radio ding, censorship ding, ding, and ding, how... Ding, 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 That's how that oh. goes. Guerrilla Radio. Anyway. Battle for Los Angeles. Unbelievable album. Like it, ju- it just starts up here. I'm motioning with my hand, kind of up, oh up here, yeah, and just stays at that level the whole way through. Mm. Every song, like there's n- there's no song in it on first listen that you feel like skipping. Put That's, your head through fucking Hollywood. Oh, it's unbelievable. You'd go douche. Stop again. It's yeah. It's one of these albums that you want to um you want to have before a football game. If yeah. you, I'm I'm not one. Who's I like to be calm and quiet before football games? Yeah, like I don't need to listen to headphones to to get myself hyped up. I I get hyped up by being calm before yeah. a game, but it's one of those albums you'd listen to, um, to get yourself hyped before a game if you were of that of that way of that persuasion of that persuasion. I didn't want to say that expression twice. Did you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I already used it on the on. Sorry, I said it for you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Though. Um, yeah, unbelievable album. One of my favourite Rage Against the Machine. Uh, <laughs> one of my favourite Rage Against the Machine albums. One of the best hard rock albums. This sounds mad to say this, right? It sounds like a mad fucking claim. But Rage Against the Machine are actually a hip hop band. Everything about them is hip hop. They're like, and they're like, it's Zach Della Rocha raps. He doesn't sing, he raps throughout the songs. It just so happens that their music. Is very rock sounding. <laughs> so when you when you think of typical labels for genres of music, you got Rage Against the Machine, one hundred percent are a metal band. Well, maybe you could but call them hip rock, they're probably, rock hop. I think there was like a like the term rap metal was yeah yeah back. yeah. Um, but they also use that for Limp Bizkit. Yeah, yeah, so you can't yeah, don't want to do yeah, that to the Rage Against the Machine. No. Like. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Raising the Machine were actually, or sorry, Limp Bizkit weren't actually that bad of my eyes. I nah. thought they were already. They, they were just, okay. See, I was so mad into Eminem that I was so biased when, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. Eminem and them didn't <laughs> get on. Like, 
Um, but uh, yeah, Rage Against the Machine are a hip hop band. While their music doesn't necessarily sound like it's hip hop. Um, yeah. Love it. Love it. I love Rage Against the Machine. They're one of my favorite rock bands. Like yeah. Um, I like them. Battle for Los Angeles. Yeah, I like classic. That. Big middle finger to the man. Yeah, stick to them. You know, big middle finger to the governments of the world and yeah. the the way the place is being run at the moment. Yeah. We need Rage Against the Machine now more than ever. You know, this type of way. I'd love for them to come out and just do a song called, like, Fuck Trump or something. Fuck politics. Fuck the politics. Fuck yeah. capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, socialism for all. Socialism for everyone. <laughs> Sleep um, now in the socialism. Yeah, deadly. Um, and then the other album, another very sim- kind of funny actually that I would end up listening to these albums. Um, Public Enemy, yeah, and uh, not their first album, their second album. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back, oh. which was. Do you remember we went to see De La Soul yeah, raising against uh, the Public Enemy? Sorry, we, we missed tank. one of them. We missed De La Soul. I think we got the very end of De La Soul. And we saw Public Enemy, and then we saw Public Enemy on Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, that was a good crack. That album that they did, they they did that album that night and that gig. Oh. Um, that was good, I liked it. It's an excellent album, yeah, It's yeah. very good. What's the good one song that I know? Um, the main one? You'd know a couple. Yeah, the main one. What's the main one? Um, the most well-known song on Nation of Millions would probably be... Um, give me a second, I've I don't know what album. Was that Afrikaans? Bring the Noise. Uh, no, is it called Bring the Noise? Come yeah. on, there's a boys. No, like, Girls, bring the noise. Bring the noise. <laughs> um, we go wild, wild, wild. I would actually need to look at the track list because it's not an album we've listened to a lot of, in fairness. Yeah. Um, well, I liked that gig. Public Enemy are good in my eyes. And you know a funny thing? Um, Me. Chuck I'm D and Rage Against the Machine formed a group, Prophets of Rage... Right. Is one of the uh, one of the names of the so- a song on ta- Nation of Millions, mm. and years later, Rage Against the Machine and Chuck D formed a group called Prophet of- Prophets of Rage. Oh. I don't know if all of like I don't know if Zach De La Roche is involved with them, um, but Chuck they D. they formed like a super group with like Rage Against the Machine band members mm. and uh, Chuck D is a singer. Let me just double check. Okay, yeah, so um, Tom Morello, yeah, so Tom Morello, be real, the, the white fella from Cypress Hill, kind of sounds like oh, that yeah. when you're up, Sinead and Deadly. Yeah. Uh, Chuck D, the bassist from Rage Against the Machine, the drummer from Rage Against the Machine, and uh, Public Enemies, oh no, sorry, DJ Lord isn't Public Enemies DJ, Terminator X was, maybe he was Terminator X. And tell me what's the songs on the album that I know. So, sorry, yeah, DJ Lord is Terminator X. Oh. Nope. He replaced Terminator X. Oh. So, Terminator X was the original DJ. Yeah. Um, and tell me. The track list on Nation of Millions mm. is... Um, the na- I'm going to have to look it up because... Uh, I honestly thought that's a jury own, to be honest. I did, the Prophets of Rage so Countdown to Armageddon which is the intro Bring the Noise Don't Believe the Hype that's the one I know don't don't yeah because Scooby's Pip sampled that yes Scooby's Pip the Hype Machine that of the Journalist that mm. yeah that what mm-hmm. he's uh, <sighs> Cold Lamp with the Flavor Terminator X to the Age of Panic Mind Terrorist Louder Than the Bomb 
Cock, can we get a witness? Show him what you got is another one. Uh, she watched Channel Zero is an excellent one. Night of the Living Bassheads, Black Steel and the Hour of Chaos. Probably my favourite song in the album. Um, it's in San Andreas. I think, I'm nearly sure Black Steel and the Hour of Chaos is in uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Security of the Force World, Rebel Without a Pause, Prophets of Rage and Party for Your Right to Fight. Very good album. One that I'm going to listen to a good bit over the next few days. Mm. Um, give myself a real... Uh, Kick up the hole. Yeah, I'm going to... Fuck, I'm going to be bleeding, standing on an Apple box at some point and shouting, fuck the government. Like. And who were the uh, enemy of? The government. Because they were all saying, like, fuck the government, basically. Uh, very, very revolutionary. Between Raids Against the Machine and Public Enemy, very revolutionary kind of bands. Like, mm. real... Power to the people type shit. Excellent, yeah. Very, very good now, I have to say. Pretty, pretty public pretty Enemy, look, if you're into rap and you don't like... Or if you've never heard of Public Enemy, I don't know what to tell you, to be honest. Um, Very classic hip-hop. Very boom-bap, AE-style yeah. hip-hop. like. Um, boom-bap, I like that word. And Chuck D is a real deep voice. He's very baritone. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a real baritone voice when he raps. It sounds really smooth, like... Um, and then Flavor Flav is just kind of like the hype man who has Flavor a couple of Flav. couple of verses throughout the album, yeah. Mm. Oh, just clocks me. around his necks in the holder. Big R- huge clocks and mad head in them, big hats and all, yeah. I think that's us. Yeah, it's excellent, yeah. If you're not going to standing up. Yeah, why? Borsten for the piss. Bored back teeth are floating. Back teeth are floating. Ready? Yeah, Jesus. front teeth are floating. Your, fr- your you're front teeth... I'm starting to get sick, piss. Jeez, you're starting to get sick, piss? Piss coming out of my mouth. Right, well, that's us anyway. So that's nearly, us anyway. nearly an hour and a half on the button. Our fucking jazz. Jazz, fuck jazz. Feels longer than that. Because 20 to 6. Mm. We'll start at 10 past. We had four. a lot of waffle talk at the start yeah. of the episode, you see. Right. Pretty good. So long for well, if we'd saying goodbye, a Jew, a Jew, a Jew, a Jew, a Jew, a Jew, a German. Yeah. Pretty good. Bye. Bye.